Hi there, folks. You know, there are an awful lot of aspects to the illegal immigration issue, but one you probably don't hear very often is... What is it costing us? A new report from the American Immigration, or the American Federation, I should say, for immigration reform is titled The Fiscal Burden of Illegal Immigration on United States Taxpayers. That would be you. Welcome to the show. I'm Dan Mason. Glad to have you here, as well as Ira Melman from FAIR, the Federation for American Immigration Reform. Ira, good to have you as always. I'm not going to like these numbers, am I? Well, not if you're a taxpayer, you're not going to like them. Uh, you know, if, if you're a beneficiary of it, you're going to love it. But if you're the one paying the bills, probably not so much. What kind of numbers are we talking about? Uh, we're talking about $135 billion a year coming out of the American taxpayers' pockets. Uh, you know, that's at the federal, state, and local level. Uh, but, you know, I should point out that that is offset by about $19 billion a year that the illegal aliens pay in various taxes. So it works out net to about $116 billion every single year, which is still a pretty significant chunk of change. Yeah, you know, these days we throw, you know, the word billion around like it's not a big deal, but it is still a big deal. So where's this money going? What kind of things are we spending it on? We're spending it on education for children, excuse me, on health care, on criminal justice, on just the various services that people require once they come to the United States. Uh, So, you know, this includes about 12.5 million illegal aliens, plus, I believe, between 4 and 5 million U.S.-born children. Uh, You know, although the children are U.S. citizens, they are here by virtue of the fact that their parents are violating the law, and also the, the fact that in most cases, illegal alien-headed households have very low incomes, so the, those kids ha- are eligible for every means-tested program available. So, you know, the, the bottom line is that there, illegal, aliens, illegal immigration doesn't provide us with a free lunch. It's a subsidized lunch, and we're the ones who are doing the subsidizing. These numbers are up from previous numbers, uh, so I'm guessing the trend you are seeing here is not one that makes you very happy. No, it, it, look, I mean, everything gets more expensive. We all know that. Uh, you know, the cost, the, the big ticket items like education and health care, the costs keep rising. And the numbers of illegal aliens keep rising. Uh, you know, under the Obama administration, they did virtually little to enforce immigration laws. And so the numbers crept back up. You know, there has been a lull somewhat since the Trump administration has taken over. Uh, but nevertheless, the, the numbers continue to rise. The costs continue to rise. And, you know, until we address this problem in a way that sends a clear signal to people, don't come to the United States illegally because you're not going to benefit, the American taxpayer is going to continue to have to put an ever-larger bill. And, and, you know, the thing to remember is that this is every year, year after year. You know, people are making a big deal about the cost of the wall, for instance, that the president wants to build. That's a one-time cost. I mean, it's a significant cost, but it's a one-time cost. Uh, This is a recurring cost year after year after year, and the numbers, as you point out, keep getting He's Ira Melman from the Federation for American Immigration Reform. Uh, your estimates of the number of illegals in the country, higher than the, the, the 11 million figure that we get reported uh, all the time. You're estimating about 12.5 million, and you're not counting those legal kids they have, which adds to it, right? That's correct, yeah. Uh, you know, based on census, uh, pure 
Bureau data and other data, you know, we estimate that the number is a bit higher than the 11 million that you usually hear kicked around. But, you know, even if it's 11 million, uh, you know, the cost might be slightly less, but it would still be very, very significant. Uh, You know, look, I mean, the fact is that this 11 million has been sort of the accepted figure for a long time. And we know that illegal immigration has been continuing. So that, you know, unless people are dying off awfully fast, uh, the, the, the numbers have to be getting bigger. You know, I do want to point out to people that, you know, you didn't just have a few pieces of information that went into this report. You incorporated a lot of data from a lot of different areas. This is a pretty comprehensive report, isn't it? It, it is. And it looks state by state, you know, in addition to the overall national cost, uh, we go through state by state looking at what the costs are in each of those states. And by the way, about two-thirds of the costs of illegal immigration are picked up at the state and local level. Yeah. That's because the biggest costs are incurred there. Public education is a huge cost. You know, it ranges you know, between ten dollars and $20,000 a year per child, depending on where in the country you happen to be. And that doesn't even include the bilingual education that some of these kids require. So, you know, that's the biggest item, and it's paid for primarily at the state and local level. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also health care. You know, when somebody gets sick or injured in a community, you know, if they don't have any health insurance, they show up at the county hospital. It is the local government that has to foot the bill because clearly these people don't have the money to pay for themselves. So, you know, the federal government is making these policies and then basically giving the the state and local governments a, a mandate to pay the real cost. Uh, you know, some places like California, they're more than happy. They, they, in fact, they, you know, they say, please send us more. We want to incur more costs. But, but taxpayers in other parts of the country are not that happy about it. No, uh, not for sure. Um, you know, I said you look for trends as you, you know, compile these studies uh, from year to year. Anything in the new study that, I don't know, surprised you any? No, I mean, we've known that the numbers are getting bigger. The last time we looked at this was a few years ago. It, uh, I believe it was about 113 million and netted out at about 100 million, a billion, excuse me, not million, billion dollars a year. Uh, I, you know, I think anybody would expect that the numbers continue to rise because, you know, as we pointed out, the cost of everything keeps going up and the number of people, uh, coming particularly during the second Obama administration. Uh, that continued to, to increase. So it's not surprising that the costs keep multiplying. Ira Melman, Federation for American Immigration Reform, with us here on the Dan Mason Show. You mentioned taxes a little while ago. Ira, a frequent argument that we hear, well, illegals pay taxes. That's their contribution. It's great for the economy, as if that makes all of this A-OK. Right. Uh, yes, I mean, everybody who is here is paying taxes in one form or another, whether it's payroll taxes, and probably about 35 to 40 percent of the illegal aliens are working off the books, so there's no payroll taxes being deducted. Uh, but, you know, you pay sales taxes. If you're paying rent, part of that goes towards the real estate tax that the landlord pays. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you have to look at the fact that the typical uh, illegal alien household has income levels of around $35,000 a year. You, you just can't pay that much in taxes on that level of income. You know, if you consider the fact that a public education for one child costs between ten and $20,000 per year, there's no conceivable way that you can pay enough to offset the cost of one child in a public school, much less multiple kids. And then, you know, if you make a trip to the emergency room, uh, you know, that could run a whole lot of money as well. So 
all of these things add up. And, you know, the, the people who say they're paying more in taxes than they're receiving in benefits, you know, they're trying to convince us that the only government benefit you get is in the form of, che- in the form of a check with your name on it. Right. And, and that's not the case. Most of the benefits that we get don't come with it in that form. They come, you know, you send your kid to the local public school and he or she gets a, a free education. Uh, you know, those are the sorts of things that, that really drive up the cost of government, and this is a big factor in the cost of illegal immigration. You know, like with, you know, a lot of Americans, there are taxes collected and then there are taxes you actually end up paying. You know, a lot of people may not know this because it never gets talked about that illegals actually file tax returns. Is that correct? Yes, uh, you know, the IRS is anxious to collect uh, money no matter how you're earning oh, it, even if you're sure, earning yeah. it illegally. And, and they give out what they call ITINs, individual taxpayer identification numbers, and, you know, they, they can file tax returns and in many cases get money back. Uh, you know, the additional child tax credit, which is a huge boondoggle for illegal aliens, yeah. uh, you know, and that actually is a check with your name on it. It, it. This isn't money that's deducted from how much you owe the IRS. This is uh, a check mm. that they actually send you a tax credit. And, you know, because of their income levels and the fact that the IRS said, well, Congress didn't specifically say we couldn't pay the illegal aliens this money, uh, they're doing it. Goodness. Um, now, by and large, we're told as well that illegals don't get to collect most federal benefits. Is, is, is that actually a true statement? It, yes. I mean, they're, they're not uh, eligible for most federal benefits, but... Uh, you know, as we pointed out, there are probably four to five million U.S. born children who do collect those benefits by virtue of the fact that A, they're citizens, and B, their families have very low incomes. So, and obviously that indirectly benefits the whole family. Uh, you know, a two-year-old doesn't come and collect his check. Uh, it goes to the family and then the family uses it as they see best. Sure. Yeah. As they see best. Uh, what do you see as the prospects for immigration reform with everything that's been going on, health care, now taxes? They're just not talking about this right now. Well, you know, they do need to get themselves organized, both in the White House and in Congress. They were sent there to do the people's business. Uh, they're, you know, clearly there's a lot of disarray in the White House. Uh, Congress isn't doing very much. Uh, look, I mean, there's the opportunity. The president announced earlier this month that he was going to terminate DACA and that, you know, they're going to try to figure out something for the the people who now qualify for that. He should have come out at that very same time with a list of demands. You know, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, if you want to help this particular subset of illegal aliens, here is what I expect in return. I want real border security. I want mandatory E-Verify. I want changes to our legal immigration system so that it's merit-based instead of endless family chain migration. These are the sorts of things that an organized White House would have had ready to go the day the announcement was made, but there's still time. I mean, we have, you know, a few more months before the deadline on the termination of DACA uh, hits. hits. Um, so we do have time, uh, but we're going to need leadership from the president and from the leadership in Congress. Yeah, that's uh, that's the big one for sure. Ira Melvin, the Federation for American Immigration Reform. It's always a pleasure to have you. Thanks for the update, sir. My pleasure. Thanks.